and welcome to The Updown. I'm your host, Courtney Bradley. The Updown is a place where business owners can learn how to create kick-ass workspaces where there are people and their company thrive. So today, hello, John Cook. Hello, Kia <laughs> Yes, I, oh, yes, I re- remember that from earlier today. Um, John is CEO, which um, in this instance stands for Chief Excitement Officer at Waka 9, which is hopefully I get this right, a distributor, and I'm going to say you're an educator as well, of sustainable, eco-friendly, decorative lighting from around the globe. Would that, that be fair? That's right. We, we sort of call ourselves the business partner now. Distribution is yes. what we do a lot of, but we're sales and marketing, order processing, all that sort of stuff okay. for uh, a bunch of international designers, lighting designers. Very, very cool. Um, I'm going to give everybody full disclosure. John and I just met about an hour and a half ago, two <laughs> hours. Uh, he came in to do um, Think Tank at Convergence, KC, and I was there and I knew he was coming in and I got to learn about you uh, a few weeks ago when I was talking to the gals over at Convergence. And the more I heard about you, the more I'm like, hmm, I think this guy needs <laughs> to be on the podcast. So thank you very much for doing this while you're in town. All right. Here I am. It's good. Awesome. So... Um, why don't you give us a little bit about your background, um, how you came to be CEO at, at Waka9, and then a bit about the company itself. Okay. Um, so originally from uh, New Zealand. Yes. <laughs> and uh, that's the, where, the, where the accent is from. And, it's lovely, uh, by I the came way. <laughs> to, I came to America um, by looking at a book and, and picking University of Texas at Austin out of a book because uh, I wanted to do an MBA. So okay. I did that in uh, 92 and worked for Deloitte Consulting for a while, very good company, uh, really good grounding in, in business and thinking and the like. And then I dabbled in some dot-com businesses in, in San Francisco where I was living. And along the way, um, I um, received gifts and, and, and bought things from New Zealand, interior design products just okay. for our own home. And people liked them and uh, realized you couldn't get them here. So I was looking for a business to, to, to start and something that would connect New Zealand with the, the US and just sort of fell into interior design and, and it evolved and evolved and met this guy called David Trubridge, mm-hmm. uh, who you know relatively is, is a very successful, relatively famous, cool guy from New Zealand, good designer, and started uh, representing him in uh, almost 10 years ago now. Okay. So um, that, that sort of ebbed and flowed. You know, there were some ups and downs. Yep, uh, yep. There was some bankruptcy involved, and I think <laughs> a few business people understand that. Those Two, are definitely learning lessons, Two, yeah. 2008 was not, not very uh, easy for many, many companies. Right. So we, we dusted off, David and I, and, and, and started again uh, 2009. Uh, I was his sort of sole exclusive representative uh, okay. in North America. So you're resilient. I like it. There we go. And that's where we created Waka 9. And for about eight years, we just represented David Trubridge. Uh, two years ago, three years ago, we started taking on different lines. Uh, and we now represent four companies. So in addition to David, PLN Group, mm-hmm. sort of like a, a steel case or Herman Miller uh, of Asia Pacific. And then also a brand called Ango from Thailand. Okay. So very natural materials and t- silk cocoon and things. And then relatively recently, Stephen Pickus uh, from South Africa. Okay. So those awesome. are our lines. That is awesome. Very global. I like it. Right. Um, tell us about the name because I was on your website, of course. Okay. And so I'm like, I better learn something about this guy. Uh, right. So tell us about the name and how you, you got there. Right. So uh, Waka 9. Uh, Waka means uh, canoe mm-hmm. in the Maori native New Zealand language. And nine uh, is nine. So um, the, the, the folklore legend uh, maybe fact is that eight canoes eight waka settled new zealand 
eight different tribes settled in different parts of New Zealand, and mine's the ninth canoe leaving. And number nine was my my number uh, in soccer, sort of the link the link guy in, in rugby. Uh, number nine is the halfback, sort of the guy, sort of like the quarterback, but the guy or, or girl uh, that decides what to do with the ball, kick it, run it, um, you know, pass it, what have you. So um, part of Waka 9 is about the strategy to, to how to distribute, how to launch, how to market product. That's so there's, there's awesome. a bit to it. But, yeah. but ultimately, you know, it's a bit of New Zealand, a bit of, a bit of Texas, a bit of, bit of US, which is part of the company as yeah. well. What'd you say earlier? You're a Texas Kiwi? A uh, Texas Kiwi. Uh-huh. <laughs> Texas Kiwi. Yeah, even the, <laughs> you know, the, the corporate color, if you would, of Waka 9 is burnt orange for Texas yeah. and black it, for New yeah. Zealand. That's, that's exactly right. Uh, that's awesome. Okay, so um, today in your CEU, you were talking about uh, well-building standard and, and kind of y- your product's impacts in certain areas of that. Uh, that. So can you tell, our, for listeners who don't know what well-building is, mm-hmm. could you give us a little bit of background uh, on that? Right. So just full disclosure, I'm, I'm not an expert. I'm sort of self-taught, um, but there's some very good things out on, on the thing they call the internet. So you can do the, the Google and you <laughs> can get Google. there. So um, I researched it. The well-building standard for all intents and purposes is a, is a construct, is a checklist, a, a guideline uh, for designers uh, and, and owners of, of spaces uh, to look at and, and think about how they can design in features to their space to encourage health and wellness of the occupants and so there's 10 different areas each area has 8 to 10 to 12 different sort of aspects of it an example would be sound mm-hmm. and, and making sure that spaces acoustically uh, support the activities that you want in there some spaces will you you want to be sort of I wouldn't say noisy but but you know a, um, a little bit more um, resonant and and uh, open to, to uh, acoustics whereas others might be more uh, quiet, you mm-hmm. know, for, for reading or, or, or private for phone calls or HR conversations. Right. So, so there's a whole area of sound and then there's light and water and air and movement. So the well-building standard really looks to support health and wellness in a space. And our products, uh, decorative fixtures and acoustic fixtures, impact that in different ways. There's some obvious ones. Uh, acoustic fixtures help right. acoustics. <laughs> uh, lights help illuminate the space. Um, movement's an interesting one. Part of the well standard is to encourage movement mm-hmm. in the space. Uh, so some of those uh, designers or, or, or some of those uh, occupants of offices that say, wow, the bathroom seems further away than I'd like it to be. Well, that might be by design to get you to walk Correct. a bit more. Right? Yes. If you attract attention to a stairwell or some other way, means that requires walking or, or physical activity, uh, you get points as a designer to qualify for the well standard. So movement and, and using fixtures or, or, or other means to attract movement is, is another thing. Right. I loved the picture that you had when you were talking about movement and like in the stairwell uh, and the picture that he had shown in the slide earlier was this amazing light fixture that the way the light was coming out, it was casting shadows on the wall in the stairwell and it looked like a wall covering pattern all down the wall. And it was just, it was gorgeous and it was so I've never seen anything like that right, before. So that, that's one of the major features of David Trubridge. Uh, his fixtures cast amazing shadows. Um, David will make the statement that who really needs wallpaper right. when, when you've got... And it's Not true. if you've seen this thing. That was It was gorgeous. Right, so shadows can help uh, attract. And, and the shadows in, you know, are sort of free. 
Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> exactly. The, 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 you need a light fixture. Right. So you put that fixture in and then you've got the, you know, amazing. Yep. And I think that's just part of good design is to understand exactly what that, that object is going to do to the environment or all aspects of it and just really benefit from it. Absolutely. So um, there were a couple things that you said during the talk that I was furiously writing down because I wanted to make sure that we talked about them. Um, one of your statistics was that as humans, we spend 90% of our time indoors. Right. So that's a lot of time. That's basically our entire lives. And kind of talk about that and, and how you were talking about the materials that are used and, and that. Yeah, so that's not my number. That's um, I probably should know the the, the reference. You know who who the said internet. that. You found that on the I internet. I found it on the internet. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not fake news right, or something. Right, exactly. <laughs> but um, you know, when we th no one really reacted negatively or, or disputed it because mm -hmm. we know that we do spend a lot of time indoors. Some people don't. You know, forestry workers and and, and ski right. instructors and things like that. They're lucky. They don't. Or you know, um, what is it? Lifeguards and stuff. Right. So, however, if we accept that we are indoors a lot, um, whether it's 90% or 80 or, or even 50, right, it, it's, it's came to me that, you know, we, we spend a lot of time or a lot of attention, many of us, about what we're putting in our bodies, you know, in the form of food and, 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 and drink. And, and uh, also sometimes thinking about air quality and things like that. But inside, we, we possibly even feel safe because we're inside. Right. And yet... We could be surrounded by carcinogens and and allergens and 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 toxic chemicals. Right. What are we sitting on right now? We we we're not. We don't really know. Right. You know. We hope it's okay. Um, if you're in a space that's you know well designed and 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 uh, in this case, if it had a a well building certification, then you we would, would know. know that it it has a certain level of of quality and in this case, disclosure of what the materials are. Right. So that leads me direct, perfectly, uh, you know, led to this next thing is that wellness is not a trend. It's not going anywhere. Like creating well design basically is not going to change and it's not a trend. So speak more about that. I think it's uh, analogous to the organic food mm -hmm. um, okay. movement, if, if you would. And so 20, 30 years ago, organic food was for the rich people mm -hmm. and, and the people with Birkenstocks and <laughs> things like that. And um, it was expensive, you know, organic food to make that choice. It was for the rich people and affluent and wasn't even that accessible, right. you know. Now you can get, you know, organic uh, wafers at the, at the dollar <laughs> store, perhaps. Yes. And uh, yes. Lot, a lot more, you know, uh, prevalent. And, and I still think that really you should go to the supermarket and, it, and while it says organic food, it should say, you know, food made with pesticides or food made with hormones. There you, you know, go. Which it sort of does, but it's not quite It's not quite as there. blatant as that. Right. And so with respect to the well-building standard and material transparency, uh, it's, it's essentially manufacturers that are stepping up and looking at um, basically disclosing what's in their products. Right. Um, and there's there's a number of databases that designers, that, that you know, consumers, uh, owners of spaces can go to. Declare is one of them. Mm -hmm. uh, there's another one called Spot by UL. UL does a lot of safety type testing and things. There's Cradle to Cradle. I think Home Depot even have one. Uh, there's another database which, which fuels or, or powers Declare called Toxnot. Okay. So and and it's very very it's quite grueling actually. You've got to get down to the chemical level of the composition of of every 
component of the product. Wow. It takes a long time. It's yeah. hard. Um, it's expensive, I'm sure, to it, get it, there. <laughs> it's ex- which we're trying to make it cheaper. It shouldn't be expensive, right. really, um, but it, it, it is a little bit. It takes a lot of time. Um, many manufacturers like David Trubridge and, 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 and hundreds of thousands, you know, they purchase components from, from all different companies. Right. And many of those companies um, will say that that it's kind of IP or um, you know top secret formulas they don't want to disclose. Exactly. That's partially because they probably they don't are, are, are being <laughs> tell uh, you well, what's in it. well. They're being truthful. They they may not want to like you know you're not going to get the formula for Coca Cola mm-hmm. right. Correct. But if there's bad stuff in Coca Cola, maybe maybe we should know about it. Right. You yeah. know. So I think that that sort of transparency, that disclosure, is is going to take a while. Um, to come to fruition because um, some companies don't want to let out the bad news mm-hmm. you know yeah. other companies um, which I'm proud of in terms of David Truebridge we realized there were carcinogens in the in the glue of all places that that joined the bamboo together mm-hmm. and so um, by um, Q3 of next year we will have a, a red list free glue That's you awesome. know and so it might cost a bit more um, but you've got to make those kind of choices but even if it costs more just being a business person, we're going to charge more because of course it, it is safe. It is the organic like, version of, or you know, uh, in, in 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 sort of a- analogies, it's the organic version right. of of the previous product. No, that's that's amazing. Um, so you know, we s- spent a lot of time today learning about lighting and um, acoustics. So, what are some of the negative health impacts that poor lighting and poor acoustics in an office space can have on a person? Right, certainly poor lighting can lead to um, eye strain, Mm -hmm. you know. uh, To say you would lose your sight would be a bit of an overstatement, but certainly eye strain, possibly headaches Mm -hmm. and and, and stress and and tension. Um, Also, you know, generally speaking, if you're you're in a poorly designed space, Mm -hmm. not just a well space, but just poorly designed, you don't want to be there. Right, right. So you, you, you may not want to work an extra hour. Right. You know, you might rather go home, you know. You may not, if you're feeling a little bit under the weather, you're not going to go into in. work, <laughs> you know. Exactly. So, you know, absenteeism, there's a, there's a term I heard, um, they called it presenteeism, which I'm like, what? So it's people that go to work. When they're sick. But, but don't, no, but don't oh. do anything. Oh, yes. Because okay. they're, not, they're not that happy about okay. being there. So right. they'll go there because they've got to clock in, and, but they'll, they'll really drag right. and the like. So poorly designed spaces don't really support um, you know, the, the productivity right. that you want, let alone the, the health and wellness. And then, and then also um, in terms of acoustics, bad acoustics, um, if, if it's too loud, um, if you can't concentrate, if you're getting distracted, they lead to stress, right? And it's a it's a fact. Well, I think it you, didn't you say it raises heart rate, and yeah, yep. that was crazy. When you <laughs> yep. when and you the stress levels, you know, the 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 study that we um, were not part of, well, we're sort of part of because our products were in the in the space, but we weren't we weren't part of the the, the science of it. Uh, they measured uh, heart rates, uh, oxygen levels, um, stress levels through Fitbits, steps, and counts, right? You know, to encourage movement, all of those things for the. ASID headquarter building in Washington, D.C. There's a lot written out there. You can do the Google again, ASID <laughs> headquarters, and there's quite a bit written on that project. It's cool. It's a good project. That's awesome. Um, so do you find that – so being – for us, me particularly, being in the Midwest, um, we typically see a couple years after this – you know, we have that – I call it the fashion effect that things that are hot on the coasts takes a few years to get here and, and be prevalent here. Um, 
can you, do you see any, I don't want to say pushback. I just, you know, again, kind of that people might see wellness as a trend and that these things do they, are they really impactful or are they not? Do you find any pushback from business owners, um, or even designers still? I mean, is there anyone that's really, um, I don't, I don't think there's, it? I don't think there's pushback cause I think it's common sense that it, it, <laughs> I it, agree. You know, I totally however, agree. However, there'll be pushback on budgets. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, one detail of, of lighting, which is very difficult, is electrical wiring, perhaps even the wiring that, that's, you know, rigged up around here for our recording. It probably contains PVC. Mm-hmm. It's the best material in terms of function to cover wiring, but it's got it's got toxic chemicals in it. So non-PVC wiring is available right. at Just... four to ten times the cost. Right. So you're not going to run thousands of meters <laughs> right. of wiring at 10 times the cost through your building right it's just a reality so to say there's pushback i mean there's not pushback on the concept by any means okay. it's good it's obvious it's obvious the the pushback is uh in areas of cost mm-hmm. and and also the building code we we talked a little bit about in the presentation mm-hmm. of you know the it's still weird to me using uh composting sewage right it is 100 possible and viable but it's not to code in many jurisdictions and it saves a lot of water. Yeah, that's amazing. And maybe we'll eventually get there, Mm -hmm. but uh, it is going to take a while. Right. And where was that house that that was happening at? That was in uh, a place called Bainbridge Island, but in the general Seattle area. Okay. And I think also in the Living Future Institute building in in Seattle, um, the name escapes me of, of the building, I think they have the largest solar array um, on the roof that that generates a a lot of power. And I believe they have a a water treatment program, all sorts of very, very interesting things in that building. And and also has one of the highest occupancy rates from a real estate standpoint and dollars per square foot. So it's not just that it's environmentally sound. It's not just some sort of not-for-profit experiment. It's a very successful business. Oh, that just happens to be you know, extremely environmentally conscious. That's awesome. We should look that up and get the, the right name because it's the Absolutely. Living Living Future Institute building okay. in uh, the Bullet Center. There you go, the Bullet okay. Center. Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. Check it out, everybody. Um, so talk to us about, you were saying um, the importance of that you have to do the research and put the, the time in finding the right acoustical and lighting products within a space because you don't want people to be like, well, I bought all this acoustic material and it's not working. So explain to us that process. Yeah, that, that's a bit more educational. And in my industry is the, the lighting industry. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lighting designer would, would never put lights into a space without understanding the lumen output right. or the CRI, the wattage, the, the, the power usage, all of those things. And acoustics, from an interior design standpoint, um, just haven't been as well understood as, as say, lighting, you know, or furniture right. or flooring or what have you. And so um, the the real deal is you just need to be better informed about, you know, um, just like lighting or, or chairs or, or, or flooring, no two products are exactly alike. Correct. And so in, in terms of acoustics, there's specific... Measurements, Sabin and NRC are two of the, the primary ones, but Sabine or Sabin is a measurement of acoustic performance. Um, think about it as, as like uh, horsepower, okay. you know, or, or, or lumens for a light bulb. So the more Sabins you get, 
that the more acoustic absorption, the more um, uh, sound can be attenuated. Okay. So if you're placing um, acoustic fixtures or acoustic panels, acoustic wall treatments, you want to know what the Sabins are because if you've got a, a, a you know a high use space that's got concrete and steel and, and double high ceilings, that's going to be an acoustic challenge. Mm -hmm. You're going to want more Sabines in that space. Right. So there was a, a blog post on your website. I don't know if you wrote it or not, but it was talking about how restaurants, um, it's causing stress for the employees, um, maybe restaurants and I don't want to say nightclubs because music, but the sound of literally people talking and everything that's going on was causing stress to the employees that worked in these um, organizations. So I don't know if you can, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's, it's just amazing to me that if you're not focused on the details that you're talking about and you're just willy-nilly going out and to buy those products and, and you don't have someone who's helping educate you along that process that it might fail and that's right. going to be frustrating right. and then that's where people I think get the idea that oh it's just it's a you know it doesn't really work right well d definitely um I have to uh, give Katie props in, in my office because mm -hmm. obviously she wrote that that blog <laughs> post um and but certainly, you know, we've all been into those restaurants. I'm thinking New York, which I love, but right. you know, sometimes it's a little it's too, too much. it's too hustle bustle, you know, and you just want to get out of there. And it's um, there's two things with the acoustics. There's just the sheer volume, you know, mm -hmm. um, the 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 decibel count. If it's too loud, mm -hmm. it's just uncomfortable. And then if if conversations that are close to you are intelligible, you can hear them. Mm -hmm. You don't really want to hear them typically when you're in you know a restaurant situation right. or whatever. Uh, if someone's voice, I'm I'm sorry, but if someone's voice is a little bit high pitched right. or or it's just drony or, or and and so it's it's bad enough <laughs> if if you can just sort of hear that frequency, but if you can really discern the words that they're saying, it's just it's just a overall experience you don't want. But right. but you also don't want the space to be. Uh, silent when it's a hospitality, you know, Correct, bar or restaurant. Correct, because it's just awkward. And yeah, so then just, you feel weird, weird in there. Yeah. Yes. So it's it's that sort of you know you, you need the acoustics to to be on a on a sort of conceptual dimmer mm -hmm. or or a mix so that it's just the right amount of background noise, the right amount of decibels, so the energy level's good and and you're having a good time. Right. All right. Cool. So can you give us? Um, well, well, we'll kind of roll this into the up-down. So I kind of explained to you what the up and the down was. Um, so if you could give us, I was going to say give us an example of a success story with your company. Um, but So you can maybe give us two, one with your company, and then if you, that's your up, great. If you have a personal up that was a business deal too, that, right. whatever you want to do. And then a down. <laughs> well, I think the up, um, it's number one, it's, it's, it's hard to be an entrepreneur. Yes. That's, I think entrepreneur means like French for, for dreamer and, <laughs> and broke. Um, and, then, and then maybe something good happens. But essentially, you know, we had an event that I, I mentioned to you earlier where just all the moon and the stars and everything else just aligned. Mm -hmm. we, we hoped that this event was going to be good and it just all worked. So when you do something like that in business that actually – comes out, you know, maybe twice as good as you expected. Yeah. That's just a really, really Absolutely. good feeling. So we had industry professionals that have been doing or attending conferences for 30 years said that our one was the best that they'd ever been to. And I was shocked, pleasantly surprised, more than that, and we're going to do it again. So so that was that was a big up earlier in the year for That's sure. That's very cool. That's very cool. And you're down? My down um, relates to the admin of being a, a business person <laughs> and um, I'm down with paying tax. I'm fine with that. But yep. all the administration and HR, mm -hmm. I find, 
and really the 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 biggest down is is having to people uh, sorry having to let people go mm-hmm. that that you employ that you bring into your company i mean i i i don't like companies that are too sort of cult like where you know we don't have Walker nine branded shirts and right, right. <laughs> embroidery and all that but you know it, it is a family the fun hour we call it the multi word for, for family is fun hour so it's a bit family I, I try to keep a little bit of distance between the employees and and, and me and I, I encourage my team to, to socialize a little bit but right, not a but lot not, yeah. you know because I, I think that can be a little bit strange too especially in smaller companies mm-hmm. but you know, when, when, when a guy or a girl is, is not working out in a, in a small team, we're only seven employees, if you're not pulling your weight, then one-seventh or one-sixth yeah, of the team. Yeah, it's super obvious. Yep. And, <laughs> and then the other, I, I think also, you know, there's, there's just multiple negatives. Someone's like, well, wait a minute, that guy's not doing his job. Maybe I don't need to do mine. And John, yeah. John no, might notice. it impacts notice. the culture. And so I, I, I don't like doing it. I'm not very good at it. I, I, I dwell and take too long, but, but letting people go is the hardest thing it really and is it's a down it's a big it down. is a down i love that you said dwell and take too long because i have done that so many times because you just you, i i don't like doing it same thing don't like doing yeah someone it. told me and you know i don't like cliches but it's true hire slow yes and fire fast yeah and it's, it's a cliche and, and i'm sure someone made it up years ago but but it's i true. need to live by that a little bit more yeah yeah but it's hard you know i like people i like right. to give you know you think best intentions and it's all going to work out and be amazing and then you know pretty quickly if it's not and then right I've been doing this business for 10 years and and in design maybe you know 15 and and business in general 30 and I think I just need to trust my gut right a bit more like you can pretty I I don't think you can really predict someone's going to be an ultimate big winner right but you can see someone is not going to work out pretty quickly absolutely so once once they're at that point yeah. You, you then kinda, that's what you got to You kind of know what's going to happen. Yeah, you got to you got to cut them loose then. Yep. Cuz then otherwise like you said it starts to affect everybody else and then just rolls downhill. Um okay, so is there anything I haven't asked you that you would like to share with listeners that you think is important? You haven't asked about my shoes. I have not asked about your shoes. What do you think about them? They're they pretty. are lovely. <laughs> they are from New Zealand, yes, all birds. So I'll plug for them. Not that they need I don't, plugging. They're yeah, like I, a billion dollar company or million or trillion or something. Something like that. Um, but but um, they're a cool company. That they're, they're sort of a, a company that we're working with. Where uh, just sent some light fixtures to put into their San Francisco office and uh, New Zealand based. Done very very well. Um, I think for a while there they were the hipster shoes. Okay. You know? <laughs> I got them because they're from New Zealand, right. and, and also these ones are burnt orange. So I know they are very New Zealand. Uh, yes. They're plant plant based materials. Apparently, you can throw them in the washing machine. What? Um, so just little little plug for and they for, look for really cool. This yep. is when podcasts are not good because <laughs> you can't see. Um, right. And I like your socks. Yeah, I think I got those. I don't know, Boulder, Colorado, or something. I'm trying to be young like my kids, but not really. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, how can people find you guys? Uh, Waka nine, so so W A K A. That's Waka, and then N I N E dot com, okay. right? And then locally in KC, uh, Convergence, we work with them. So yep. design mm-hmm. firms looking for cool light fixtures should should definitely check it, check out the Convergence team. That's awesome. And where is your favorite place to go to for a cocktail in Kansas City? Oh, uh, the ship, <laughs> without doubt. A West Bottoms favorite. We love it. Well, John, thank you so much for coming on the show. And uh, I really appreciate it. Thank this you. Because really, you know, you're just here yesterday and today. Yes, ma'am. Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. All right. Thank you. 
Did you like today's topic? Like, share, and subscribe. Do you know of a company or person who's killing it in their space? Send us an email to podcast at trilogy.life. Thank you for listening. Until next time.